Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get in the episode, I wanted to give a shout out to Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. Also, we'd like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com. You can get connected with the community by checking us out on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all of them. Contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com, and don't forget to leave a review on whatever you listen to us on. Now, join me with this week's episode. crazy we're actually recording two weeks in a row we haven't Nailed done it. that in like six months <laughs> the stars have aligned i know right <laughs> so bizarre yeah so i decided to go with another one of these pod deck cards for our banter for the week and uh i'm using the deck called what's out there that sounds Ooh. ominous. It does. X-Files theme plays. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A version of the X-Files theme that we can clear plays. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll come up with something. Uh, the first question that I came across that was interesting was, what is your favorite book that is set in space? Mm. Which of the mm. Star Wars books are you choosing, Gary? Oh, see, yeah, I was, I was definitely thinking of the the Thrawn trilogy from back in the day. <laughs> you know me too well, but it would be heir to the Empire, probably. In fact, I'm looking at it right now on my bookshelf. <laughs> I, I don't know. Space books. So define space, like another planet or in space. Uh, we'll or, go. Or, with or I, do they have to travel? We'll say not I, set on Earth. I like Kurt Vonnegut's The Sirens of Titan. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know I've got, I've read several. Because sci-fi is one of my favorite genres. Same. I love it. <laughs> but the one that keeps coming to mind is actually the most recent one that I read, which was uh, Project Hail Mary. Who's that by? Um, Andy Weir. He wrote The Martian. Oh, that is a good one, too. Okay. Too Have you real. read uh, The Three-Body Problem? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a, it's a newer series. It's a three. It's a trilogy. It's pretty good, too. You might like it. Hmm. Keith, what's your favorite space book? Good Night Moon? Um, I don't know what that is, but... <laughs> I will say the. Said, I, don't know I know it, what you're doing, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, I don't know if it counts, but I don't know if you, any of you read the Phantom Tollbooth. Oh shit, that rings such a bell. I feel like I read that like a million years ago. Yes, and it was one of my favorite books, and I actually have a copy at the house. And it he gets transported because he's his life is so dull, and so he gets transported through the Phantom Tollbooth to this strange world. 
and he like it's like a kid and he learns like all these valuable lessons and stuff but that was my favorite book as a child <laughs> so it is another kind of planet but i don't know about space what kind of planets planets yeah. just planets yeah. not earth yeah well not earth okay okay well this one would be weird um not on earth uh it is the um chronicles of thomas covenant uh it is a story uh about a man who travels to another world not exactly sure where it is um and uh when he gets there he is seen as their reincarnation of their savior Hmm. and he's like you gotta be kidding me and at first he's like, you know, this is just, he, he cannot believe anything that is going on. So he deliberately acts horrendously. Uh, oh, Coronado and the Aztecs. Yeah, that along those lines, yes. And then he realizes, wait, this isn't me. I can't do this. And then he becomes, he, he, he begins to accept the fact that this place is real. Sounds interesting. You have to shoot me the uh, the name of it later because I'll never remember. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, Lord Fowl's Bane. Nobody said but... Hitchhiker's Guide. That oh, is a good really? one. That's a good That's one. Good too, one. Yeah. You just don't really think of that one first for some reason. I have, I have a question for you guys. Did you guys have Accelerator Reader when you were in school where yep. you had to read books for points? <laughs> Oh yes, for I pizza points, Pizza Hut. Not book it. Oh, we we didn't yeah. just have pizza though. They brought out like this whole trolley of just everything, mm-hmm. candy, oh, no. books. Uh, Wait, I I, I totally missed out on this. All we had was Weekly Reader. What the what the heck? Uh, like <laughs> we got we got rewarded crazy. Too. Yeah, poor John didn't even get pizza. <laughs> no pizza, man. No pizza. No candy. <laughs> we had we had accelerated reader. We had uh, the book it program from Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did the reading contests within our class of just whoever could read the most books. Yep. And the top three got a prize. Well, here's well, I was going to say <sighs> each each book was worth a specific amount of points too. Yeah. Oh, that makes so, sense. So if you read like a little, like, you know, like a little hundred page book, it was only like a couple of points. But if you read like a, like what you guys are talking about, probably thick ass books, then you got like 10 points. And so you could read just one book and just dominate everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I ran into a problem in, in early elementary school. Uh, my sister didn't like the fact that she had to read to me as a kid. So she taught me how to read when I was five. And so I was checking out books when I was five and I, it was, it was hilarious because I'd go to the library and the librarian would say, that's, you can't read that. That's too big, too, too big a book for you. And I'm like, no, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I go to school and they're teaching people how to read, uh, the teacher is going along and says, well, the first thing they, that we did was, you know, here's a picture. What does it say? And I'm like, there are no words. And <laughs> So we had a long discussion because I was very matter of fact. <laughs> are y'all are y'all are y'all big readers now? I love reading, but I'm a very slow reader. So I do more audiobooks than I do actually reading the page. 
I, I'm the same, but I, I think that's just because I had that undiagnosed ADD for so long because it mm-hmm. could, it was just, uh, I loved being read to as a kid. Uh, they had to hide books from me so, so they didn't have to read them, which sounds sad. But uh, <laughs> but I get it as a parent. It's like, you know, yeah. you like still want to do it, but you're like, I can't. Not tonight. I just got off <laughs> <Yeah>. work. <laughs> Not the damn pickles of fire cat again. Um, <laughs> it's like, here, learn to read, kid. <laughs> but yeah, as an adult, I, I have to have audiobooks. Uh, I would love to just sit down and look and read, but I can't. Uh, I'd get distracted way too easily. That's why I think I also like uh, graphic novels and comic books because – you read a bit and you look at the picture and then you read a bit oh, yeah. and you look at the picture. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, with mine, it was also, I have that uh, scotopic sensitivity syndrome. So if I look at the page, depending on how the light bounces off the page, full words are just missing from the page. So I have to reread a page multiple times to fill in the blanks. Wow. Interesting. Which Inter- is yeah, I, I say very so interesting. Smart. But they, they've come out with like different like color overlays for kids in school now that if they have that, that syndrome that they can put this color overlay on it that helps the light. I'd never even heard of that. So so is it your eyes that don't see it mm-hmm. because of the reflection of the light? Yeah. For a while, it was equated to being like uh, dyslexia, but now they've figured out it's something completely different because it's how your the light reflects off the page and your, and your eyes see it got it so it's got these big either missing pieces or it's almost like the the words kind of swirl on the page a bit so they don't look like they're in line with each other are you sure you're not just taking acid (laughs) 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 if it's not your noggin it's your papers did did getting the lasik do anything i don't know i haven't really i haven't tried like sitting down and reading a book since i got lasik so i'd be curious to see how that changed it um, How does it work with a computer screen? Um, usually I have to turn the brightness down. The brighter it is, the harder it is for me to read. Interesting. And if there's any option to have dark mode on anything, I turn it on because it's easier for me to read. Absolutely. Well, with the contrast actually does make it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm light mode. I'm day man. Lighter of the night, man. <laughs> ah. Damon. Ah. <laughs> Gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> I will not finish that for our PG-13 rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but yeah, all this talking about reading and space stuff it really makes like the next game that we play i kind of want to do um starfinder yes that could be fun sci-fi and get some starship combat is it that like a, i'm is excited it, about starship combat mm-hmm. is it is it like a freddie or was it a jason in space <laughs> that's my second favorite book right. the novelization <laughs> of Jason in space uh, yeah, I've never played Starfinder yet I've listened to like podcasts of Starfinder but I've never played it there are multiple? There, there are a couple I've only listened to one but there are a couple out there uh, I did play there is a Star Wars tabletop RPG that I did play once Yes. Which was 
awesome. Heck I heard yeah. that's cool. But sure. could you make a podcast out of it, or would Disney get you? That would be a good question. Also, what class would you be in Star Wars land? Uh, we were all playing Padawans. I was going to say smuggler. <laughs> uh, I forget what it, how that worked with classes. It was almost 20 years ago that I played that. Uh, uh, I want to be a Mandalorian, please. <laughs> would be fun, yes. I just remember I was a... My character was a 14-year-old Padawan, and he got... Um, like premonitions of the future. And he was very connected to the force. So he, uh, which was, that was really fun to do because the GM kept having to pull me aside, give me the premonition so I could go back and tell the, the group and I could decide if I wanted to tell them or not what I saw. Was it ever like the, the telephone game where he told you something, but you got something completely wrong? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how that works, <laughs> but it was fun. Can I have a Rancor familiar? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in a while. Although I was at a gaming store just a couple of days ago, and I saw that they now have a Power Rangers tabletop RPG, and I kind of want to play that. Bro, I'm down. Oh, interesting. I, would assume, I call Black Ranger. I would assume <laughs> as the GM that makes you like Zordon. <laughs> yes, you have to be right, and you have to talk like Zoran. Also, um, you're gonna need to wear like a black barber's cape so it m- blends into your background, right? So, you so just you're just a floating head. head. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Renders. <laughs> uh, but if I got to play, I totally you'd be the little it. robot. No, <laughs> I totally call it Red <laughs> Well, see, Keith took mine. I wanted to be the Black Ranger. As as the, as the minority I mean, I, kid, I, I'll, I always I'll had trade to be you. The, I'll trade you. I'll be White Ranger. That's just <laughs> OP right there. See, <laughs> <laughs> was it was it Tommy? Tommy, right? Tommy, Tommy, Tom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy comes in, and all of a sudden, he's just more powerful than everybody. It's like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met Not, him yet. Well, I've met some of the other Rangers, but I haven't met him yet. Isn't he always at the things though? He is. Uh, I haven't gone to one in a while, so I, he always comes to the ones that I'm not at. But the crazy thing is, I've met a ton of celebrities either from working with them or d- going to cons, and I'm usually fine going up and talking to them. The one that I had the hardest time talking to was Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger. I stumbled all over my words talking to him. Now, was he the porno or the murderer? Neither. Okay. <laughs> Both, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm right. Those those are two Red Rangers that did those things, right? Yeah. Well, the porno one was it was somebody that looked similar to Austin St. John, but it wasn't actually him. Oh. Uh, and then the other one. By the way, that does sound like a porno name. Oh, well, it does. Austin yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, the other one uh, was one of the later like Power Rangers Turbo or something like that. Red Rangers. How many Power Rangers are there? Like you're talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or like, like from the beginning of all, Power all Ranger of time? Because um, it's rebooted like 80 million times. <laughs> I think Tommy's been in like five iterations of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's been long enough to where they have been probably out of work and lost money enough to where some of them might be starring in Power Ranger porno knockoffs. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of a, a way to combine Power Rangers with OnlyFans, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> 
I was thinking Mighty Orphis Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> I was about to do the Mighty Pornhub Power Rangers. Well, there you go. Mighty Morphin Power Bottoms. Ooh. <laughs> ho Ho Power Rangers. Oh, nice. Uh, John is like, what is this Power Rangers you children are speaking about? <laughs> Power Rangers was more like when I was in high school. So wasn't that excited about it. <laughs> You know, Yu-Gi-Oh was in when I was in high school, and I loved that show. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of TV when I was in high school. Um, I was out doing too many other things. It oh, just... look at me! I had friends. Oh yeah, my name is cool John. <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, I uh, how do I explain this? Um, how do I explain drugs? I. Didn't work, or I didn't live in the city. Okay, I didn't live in the city where the school was located, so it was incredibly difficult for me to get to the school. Uh, so I'd have to go into town with my dad when uh, he went to work, so that I could catch the bus to get to the school. Is this an uphill uh, both ways story? Right? <laughs> no, no, just weird, yeah. weird, no family shoes. situation thing. <laughs> uh, the school that I went to was actually the the largest in the area, and it was actually probably one of the better schools. Um, and he was trying. My my parents were trying real hard not to have uh, more babies, <laughs> more babies, uh, and uh, have their dysfunctions cause dysfunctions with their kids. I mean, that's all you can do as a parent, really. Right. Yeah. Or for me, growing up in the country. It's just the kids just wander off into the woods for the weekend and you just hear from the, the parents don't get eaten by coyotes. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't come in into the sun. Uh, the, the streetlights come on. Bye. Yep. Like, but we can still eat coyotes though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cleaning them. <laughs> yeah. Raise your hand if you had to clean a critter. Uh... <laughs> Mostly deer. <laughs> Squirrel, fish. Um... Rabbits. Rabbits. <laughs> My dad was a avid deer hunter. It wasn't just for sport. He did it to like actually fill our freezer with meat. Um, and try to take me out there to kind of hold, you know, to hold, pass things down where I would take over at some point. And um, I ended up not being able to shoot the deer because oh, I, no. I like animals too much. So I couldn't do it. So I told him I will clean anything that is killed. I just don't want to be the one to actually kill it. I was the same way. I couldn't shoot them. I could shoot tar- targets and stuff was fine. Mm-hmm. But actual deer, I don't want to shoot them. Yep. Now, if I'm starving, then it becomes survival and that's different. But if I don't have to do it, I'm not going to kill them. I never actually shot a deer. Hmm. But did you hit one <laughs> with a car or something? <laughs> but, he <laughs> but he wrestled one, <laughs> broke its neck. Dot, dot, dot. But, <laughs> but there may have been a car that ran into one. Uh. <laughs> My dog does not like that either. Because <laughs> you didn't bring him any back. This is true. <laughs> uh, I did uh, run over a squirrel once and the, uh, um, the head popped off and dislodged the thermostat in my car and my car overheated. <laughs> ah, that's some revenge right squirrel got revenge real <laughs> for real uh, i'm in the camp that says that like if you're gonna eat it then you should be able to kill it yeah yes, yes. uh if if you're yeah i i have eaten the critters that i have killed mm-hmm. if 
that was the case, I would be a vegetarian. I can't. I can't do it. So. Can you clean them? Mm-mm. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Can't do that either. <laughs> I love animals too much. If it's already dead, I don't want it to go to waste, so I'll eat it and I'll. No, I'll give it a proper it proper grave site. Put a little headstone. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, you mean like in Harry and the Hendersons when he buried all of their taxidermy and mink stoles and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Poor creature. <laughs> but while in real life, I don't like killing things. In uh, in Pathfinder, I like killing. Yeah, no, I think you've killed me the most. Uh, statistically, yes. I almost killed Gary. I almost got him. You know what? Yeah. He is your white whale. <laughs> he's gonna get you one day gary been so know, right? close so many times <laughs> i've come close to killing me i've gotten uh, i got down to four yeah, points I, I, got, I was like ah! i got a cabal down to one point at one point <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i've almost killed all never all at one time just one here or there uh, no but almost remember that That's time that i died last time yeah Oh say, yeah! At one, one time, I was the only one alive. Uh, there was yeah, that. There was that. <laughs> there was that. Only because you were out of the spell range. Thank the Lord. That could have almost been a TPK. Oh, mm-hmm. Real close. Well, it turned from an almost TPK to a one PK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one PC. Just one PK. Which brings me to my next question: Is are we dumb that we keep on like getting Dying? having such close calls? No, we're heroic. That's, That's what you I do. like that. I mean, you fight for, you know, uh, uh, against all odds. Right. The, I mean, these monsters are not easy things to fight. Some of them. Uh, I think it also depends on what your party makeup is and what you're effective against at certain times. Cause there's some monsters that I think are going to be, you know, they're going to kill everybody and you kill them in like two rounds. Oh, yeah. there was those the the pit ones. Those are my favorite because they make Gary mad. <laughs> ah, and the, the 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 hordes of skeletons, which you know, I was like, "Yeah, get me out of here! This is not working." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't figure the hordes of skeletons were gonna be too much of a problem. The flaming like, skeletons, uh, where you know Diego kept catching on fire. <laughs> That's no one says. likes I, a cat on fire. I like the ones who kept on like bursting all over Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Which is where we got where we got the awesome title Diego in Fuego. Yeah. See, <laughs> see. Si, si. I know it's been a while since we recorded, but do you guys remember that we have a team name? Oh my god. Oh shoot, we'd come up with it not too long before we had kind of gone a break and now I don't even remember what it is. Yep. I For forgot the ca- that y'all came up with something. Uh, it is the Carrion Crusaders. That's right. Heck yeah. It was almost the Moist Monks of Waits Point. Waits Point. We're, yeah, we are the Crusaders. Dun, dun, dun. Carrion Crusaders. You'll need like a logo or something for that. I don't know what that would gotta, be. but Gotta have a bony crown in there somewhere. A bone crown for the bone throne. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so... Who remembers what happened last time on the Bone Throne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chabert narrowly escaped death, as we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And we oh, yeah, up. that's right. <laughs> probably, 
probably should be actually dead, but I'm a benevolent GM, so don't say I didn't give you anything. <laughs> like life. That's <laughs> uh, true. This actually makes like twice that I've saved Chaubert that way. Because the uh, after, um, uh, oh, what was his name? Arend Rude killed everybody. I brought you back to life with your Harrow card. Oh, yeah. But anyway. He's just rubbing it in your face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hearing is I'm too nice as a GM. <laughs> I need to be more lethal. So after narrowing, narrowly escaping death, uh, you know, decided to loot the bodies, got a couple of cool things, then did some shopping and went to the Temple of Phrasma and did some restoration that ended up being unnecessary because you had potions of restoration. They were less a restoration, weren't they? No. Oh. I mean, we have, I think we have less of restoration too, but yeah, they were potions of restoration. Well, hell. <laughs> hey, I'm not keeping track of y'all's inventory. That's all on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We so bad. We need an accountant on this team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I asked if we were dumb earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> About combat, not always. About other stuff, sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. If I threw y'all in an escape room, I don't know that you would get out, but you might. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so after doing the shopping and restoring and resting and all that, uh, I believe y'all decided to set off for Ilmarsh. Yes, sir. So uh, before we get into moving forward with that... I did want to. So, how many times has Chaubert been basically dead and brought back? Three At off the top of my three. head. Three. I was gonna say I know of three. Yeah, and I've been close to death, like single digits, a couple of times also, but not actual below zero. Okay, uh, because you tend to, you know, step across the veil even so briefly. I thought it would be fun. We talked about this a little bit last week. I thought it would be fun to give you like the haunted drawback or curse. Oh, yeah. Since you've been on that side a few times this time, you just happen to bring something back with you. Okay. I like it. So the way with this work, it, it, this is almost like the um, so I looked at the haunted drawback. It didn't really do very much. Um I gave you like a negative on will saves against evil, which wasn't a lot. So I'm actually taking this from the Oracle class because the Oracles have curses that they have to take. And there's the haunted curse from the Oracle. Uh, And it says that malevolent spirits follow you wherever you go, causing minor mishaps and strange occurrences, such as unexpected breezes, small objects moving on their own and faint noises. So the main thing that this will do is for you going forward, retrieving any stored item from your gear. So it's not weapons, just any other stored item will require a standard action unless it would normally take longer. Any item that you drop on the ground lands 10 feet away from you in a random direction. Okay. So instead of being like a quick action to grab something or a free action, now it's a full standard action. Anytime you want to like go into your pack and retrieve anything. And if you drop your weapon for anything, it will go 10 feet away from you in a random direction. Hmm. 
interesting. Is there any, ever anything good that happens? That I bring back any good <laughs> with haunted bad ones? Good with haunted. <laughs> I mean, the I'd like to think the other side's not all terrible, gloom and doom. There might be no the the, the the good ones are just fine being in heaven or wherever. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, it's not listed as one, but I'll give you a plus two circumstance bonus when dealing with haunts. Oh, interesting. All right. Haunts or ghosts or is that the same thing? No, they're different. Now you're going to write out all the haunts, replace them with ghosts. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> all right. So now that Chaubert is haunted, you guys do set off for Ilmarsh. Um, you're following the clues of the Dark Riders whereabouts and where to go. Um, you find that Ilmarsh is about... 30 miles down the coast from Thrushmore. And the road there is in really, really poor repair. Uh, Give me a survival check to see if you can figure out where you're going. Diego got a 15. Diego got a 15. Jenny got an 18. Cabal got an 18. 18, 18, 15. Chaubert does not have survival. Okay. And then... Plug, which will oh, be played by me. Wait. Joubert does not have survival. I think we know why he keeps dying. Right? Uh, that's it. <laughs> we have figured it out. So as soon as you put a point in survival, you'll lose the haunted. <laughs> uh, I'm playing Plug this week, and I got a 15. 15. Plug. All right. So two 15s, two 18s, and uh, nothing. Um, so because of how in poor repair these roads are and they've been frequently washed out by floods it's really hard to find your way you can direct your way toward Ilmarsh but it's hard to stay on this this path so at that rate it's going to take you about two days of riding or four days of walking to get to Ilmarsh did we take horses? yeah I thought we were going to take some horses from the uh, dead uh, horse keeper who tried to kill us yeah, since he was since he was but, dead, we were like, "All right, let's take these." Yeah, we want them dummy thick horses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be sore as hell. <laughs> All right, so that will it'll take you about two days to get there. Uh, so the end of the first day approaches. You're about halfway between Thrushmore and Ilmarsh. Um, make camp for the night. Here, I mean, we just, have to, right? Just push on through. We're not going to push on through all night. Let's. We can sleep on the horses. They are <laughs> thick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, y'all could always talk about, you know, Chaubert dying all the time. How'd you get so bad at living? <laughs> well, you know what's funny, too, is you could consider it, I guess, lucky also because... Uh, in the beginning, I'd picked my my god as Yaren, which is the god of luck. <laughs> so Yaren has you, left the chat. Well, either you have terrible luck because you die almost die all the time, or you have great luck because you don't actually die all the time. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two sided coin. Yeah. So I guess we're at camp, right? Mm-hmm. On the beach. Uh, yeah, you're along the, the rocky coast here. Is it like Oregon or California or? Um, 
the white cliffs of Dover. <laughs> it's kind of like a mix of like California coastline, but then you've almost got like Florida with the marshy side. So like combine those together. Okay. Quite the interesting ecology. Jobert, I have to ask because I've. I, I don't know how to say. Uh, what's with all the dying? I mean, I don't exactly know how to answer that. I, I mean, I, I know you're not from around here. What? How did you even get here? Well, it started out with, uh, with some, some very vivid, interesting dreams. And. Honestly, even in the dreams, I died, or came very close to dying, and uh, I, I didn't know that it was going to be necessarily a sign of things to come, and I'm just hoping I can keep keep cheating death one uh, one more time each time. Luckily, uh, I don't know, I guess I've maybe got a little bit of, of Yaren on my side, being able to, to be here. Do you think that's why you're still alive is urine have you heard the I, good news about phorasma <laughs> I, I i do respect phorasma but uh you know i i i honestly do think urine might be part of the reason i'm here and and uh you know that's why i like to try to give these little offerings every now and then i saw that you, you we we get gold coins and you throw them at, at dead people why uh, not necessarily dead people just uh you know i just tuck them away or where a little bit of luck might be needed for someone down the road. But they're dead. What do they need luck for? Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's maybe they need a little luck crossing over. Or, and again, it's not, not always just dead people. Sometimes it's just, uh, if somebody's looking for something or somebody might be down in their luck, they might get a little surprise. You give away all this luck. Have you ever gotten luck in return? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm still here, I guess. That's true. That's true. And these trials are making us stronger, my friend. Yes. And, you know, I, I can't say it's just Yaren that I'm, is the reason I'm here. I, you know, you guys are also part of it. You know, Diego, definitely Cabal, throwing me, you know, healing here and there. I do my best. Also, don't take it too personally that I threatened you a lot. Earlier, just because you were a werewolf. <laughs> I, 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 I try not to. I, I understand it. It was not an easy situation for myself either. I, no. I don't know how I'd feel if I was traveling with a, a stranger. Well, you, even I had chains, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was not about you or anything. It was about the safety of the group. It was arithmetic and i i do respect that honestly i i i i'm glad that you take the safety of of my companions into account and and into as much account as i do we're a unit we have to if we're not all watching each other's backs then what are we here for those are true words at my heart i'm a soldier I mean, I love to fight. I was told I shouldn't fight because because I had the magic, the sorcerer stuff. It says you're weak because of it, but no, in my heart, I'm a fighter. And I don't know how anyone could have called you weak from what I've seen. I, 
that is quite the opposite of true. What happens when we stop them? When we stop them from raising the Whispering Tyrant? What then? You know, I have honestly haven't had a chance to sit down and think about what comes after. I, I don't know. Do you think you'll go on more adventures? Do you think you'll retire? What do you want to do when you retire? What does a rogue do when they retire? Are you going to steal? I mean, I... Telemarketing uh, scams? <laughs> I, I didn't really steal. Um, I used mostly my talents for, for espionage. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'd have to recover missing items that you could maybe say they were stolen, but it was, uh, it was a sto- me stealing them back a lot of times. So you steal from the stealers? Yes, but I think I maybe travel back home for a bit and see the see the family and, and show them show them what I've become, show them the man I've become. Where's home? It is in Absalom. I don't I don't mean I don't mean to be racist, but I thought you were gonna say it was on a different plane. Well, <laughs> we uh, do travel between planes sometimes, and I haven't been over the other side in quite a while but uh no home home was in Absalom there's a small little enclave of of us that that live there and do business there are you all rogue we do tend to be on the roguish side given our natural talents natural so i i don't know what's natural about that though it, it, it can you hide easy uh, i don't what it was how's it help being a, a rogue well like like this and then with that uh Chaubert is going to use something he hasn't really used uh before which is the disguise self and he's going to change into uh just a generic villager that he's seen in his travels oh and uh i'm gonna touch his face just squeeze <laughs> it and manipulate it and it's it's still me (laughs) it's you peter (laughs) how long can you you could always do this wait wait do cabal oh yeah turn into me i see i was gonna try i was gonna do that but i didn't want to freak uh i was actually gonna turn into jenny but i was like i don't know if that'll freak her out or not um let's see hold on one second i think i could unfortunately i can only do this uh little trick once per day Okay, so I see in the future, like him turning into me, and then we turn, we grab each other and do spins, and then I'm like, shoot him! I'm the real cabal! (laughs) (laughs) I think the only time I've ever used it was when me and you were haggling for prices somewhere. Oh, yeah. And we got our salesman voices out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty, I mean, I have some dust that'll do that, but you can do it on your own. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't take too much concentration. Does it hurt? Are you like changing on the molecular level? No, no, it's just uh, just an illusion. So a disguise. Yes. Of yourself. <laughs> but what about you? Once we're done, once we've hopefully completed our task, then I go back to last wall. Wait, is that the name of the place? That is the name of a place. Yeah. Then I go back to last wall. We are charged with keeping the Whispering Tyrant from ever returning. But 
I get to go back victorious. I mean, I told you they they don't they didn't believe in my soldier skills, so I'm off on my own. Not anymore. I'm. I wouldn't say a wall because a couple of them asked me to leave, but I'm a. Uh, I'm definitely without a platoon. Is that the right word, platoon? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Platoon works there. <laughs> when I go back, they'll all know. They'll all know that you're Jenny from the block. That I am Jenny from the motherfucking block. <laughs> Damn it. I couldn't think of the song. <laughs> I just know the Jenny from the block part. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Don't be something from the rocks that I got. And you, Cabal, what's next? I'll go back to the church. Why did you leave? Because I wanted to save people from the whispering way. And Farazba told me to, to help. And I've linked up with you guys. Do you speak with Farazma? I've never had a link with her. Besides the cards, I've never had a link with her. Oh, yeah. We're tight. She talks to me all the time. She gives me cards. It's crazy. <laughs> and one day you'll use those cards. One day. <laughs> when I remember. But where, where is, where, where's the church? Uh, I mean, I, there's churches everywhere. So I can just travel the world and spread the gospel, you know? Oh, so you're a pilgrim. Absolutely. Should have known from the buckle hat. Yeah. It is yeah, now I, canon that you wear a buckle hat. I mean, I've been wearing this the whole time. I don't know how you haven't noticed. <laughs> he eats turkey. It's amazing. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> I've got a musket. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but what about Diego? What's Diego going to do? Well, that is a good question, my friend. I do not know. I'm not sure if I can return to Anuli or not. Why not? Hmm. Well... First, I I must seek honor and be worthy before I can return. Um, then you've wrecked shop on a bunch of bad guys. How is that not honor enough? I I still do not have robes. Eventually, maybe I'll get there. How do you get robes? Yeah, how much do you need? We have like uh, fourteen. 15,000 gold pieces. Well, you could get something real shiny, too. <laughs> a nice um, smoking jacket, maybe. But that alone is not what I need. I I must figure out a way to deal with my mortal enemy. <gasps> dun, can, dun, can, dun. Who is your mortal enemy? Is it is it a person, but is it a rat folk named Tom? No, no, no. <laughs> it is a cat folk named Pepper. Oh, no. Not Pepper. Yes, it is Pepper. She prevents me from returning. She is my sister, too. Oh, no. Would you... Somehow I must find a way. This is she... the first time we're hearing about this from Diego, right? Yes, yes, this is. <laughs> I was like, have I really not been paying attention? <laughs> I was like, his sister no. Pepper? What? <laughs> no, no. She's a doctor, no. and... <laughs> No, see the 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 robes thing. Yes, that's always been there. Um, but no, the robes. Yeah, the the actual cat who is the um, model for Diego uh, uh, has a new sister, and uh, it's a contentious relationship. And so I've decided to uh, adopt that contentious relationship with my Diego. <laughs> so uh, Gary just showed us a picture of this cutest little black cat. Um, I unfortunately was, was picturing a, a white cat named Pepper. 
um, <laughs> that looked exactly like the one from the Aristocrats. You mm-hmm. know the one. Yeah. You know oh. the one. Aristocats, not crats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, pepper. I have to deal with pepper. Are you salty about it? There has been an assault or two, yes. So you'd say just... your relationship is spicy? Very. <laughs> but right now, she rules the house. Eventually, I must correct that. You have to kill your own sister? No, no, I wish, I wish not to kill her, but I am going to have to replace her. I... Um... You you mentioned the robes. How do you get robes? Do you uh, is it like is it like karate where you get belts? Similar. I must earn them. But are they actual like like shirts, or is like, it is it like wrappings, it is physic- or is it it is it is clothing? Yes. Oh, I thought you were a nudist. Well, I am a catfolk. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Are a little freer. <laughs> True, but you show your butthole to everybody. Always <laughs> oh, walking with his tail all up. Dude, I've been wanting to some talk to you about that. Some of them need it. Yeah, I, I didn't have any siblings, so I don't I don't know what it's like to have a a, a, a rival that lives in your house. It is an unusual situation. It's not always easy trying to live up to to your sibling. You live in your sibling shadow. What does your sibling do? Is he a lawyer? <laughs> that a sounds like doctor. a rogue job. He's a doctor lawyer. <laughs> no, no, he's a shadow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is he, he is quite the successful thief. Uh, you know, he's always he was always very adept at, at getting things and, and finding finding uh finding things. So you steal for good, does he steal for bad, or does he steal for good, too? Or does he steal for him? He operates in a little more of a gray area, which is, honestly, it's a little more lucrative for him, but I don't always, it, it, this is part of our our clash, is I don't always agree with his, his ways. Cabal, do you have any siblings? No, I'm an only child. Me, too. Was Cabal hatched? Hatched? Uh, yeah. I'm a demon. Oh, because so he's like, a demon. Yeah. yeah. It's a long birthing process. Like, I mean, they have to keep me warm for a really long time. And then, yeah. Light bulbs aren't even invented yet. So you can't, you know, yeah. you <laughs> so got to sit on him. Right. So ass is all over me all the time. You know what I mean? So that's why I have a butt fetish to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you weren't just summoned? <laughs> he wants some of that ass. Oh! <laughs> that's why my tail is up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Uh-oh. All new Cabal Diego fan fictions are gonna start. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, send them in. Now he's gonna get with your sister Pepper. Mm-hmm. I'm a t- you think you're gonna come back to her? <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna rule the roost. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I would ask Blue questions, but I don't know any of the answers. Do you know the answers, Gary? I mean, Plug might not be able to remember them. <laughs> <laughs> Plug, do you have any brothers or sisters or family? Does he? This is where I get to do the voice for him, finally. Sure, again. yeah. Yeah, but I get to do the voice if we get into a combat. Which is fine, because he has multiple personalities, remember? <clears throat> um, see, I don't know what you're talking about. See, see? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. You don't remember if you have family? Are you an orphan? I mean, 
what what did you do before you got your job at the 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 how do I say it nice? I don't want to say it mean. The asylum. That's it. Um well, I've always been big. I know I got picked on a lot growing up because of my size. You know, not to cast aspersions, but I I mean, I don't I don't get how big people get picked on for being big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you would think you would get picked on for being small. Right? But no, nobody picked on me and I'm tiny. Maybe they were afraid of me, so they picked on me to make me seem less intimidating. But you're a brawler. When did you learn to fight? I think as I got older, I see maybe the militia. Oh. I don't know for sure, but I, I remember fighting, and I remember it being honorable fighting, so it wasn't just a street fight. So you have no recollection of anything that happened to you before they did the whole... Scramblies. No, I I get bits and pieces, and sometimes it is almost like I get a rush of memories. Um, like a picture with, like a headache with pictures. Yes, exactly. I don't always know what they mean. I don't know if some of these people I see are family or friends or enemies. How do they make you feel? Like when you see them, do you feel scared? Do you feel mad? Do you feel sad, happy? Sometimes I feel angry. Other times I feel alone. That's really sad. Well, you're not alone now. You got us. We're your friends. Just don't forget us. <laughs> well, don't scramble my brain. <laughs> no promises. I... I am thankful to you all for rescuing me from my prison. But you were a guard. Yes, but toward the end, Keeper Crove, he turned on us all. He was so obsessed with the dark tapestry and the creatures from the beyond that he turned against those that were here in this world. That guy's a dick. What are you afraid of? Clue. Hmm? Do you have anything that you're afraid of? Like, tangible things? Ginny's about to play the worst prank on Fluke. <laughs> <laughs> Behind you! <laughs> and he just takes off running. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I'm i not afraid to fight. No, you're not. And that's why I'm asked. Because it sounds like a lot of your fears are emotional. I think not really tangible. But I think I have a fear of the dark. Uh, Jenny looks skyward to see if she can find the moon. Is it still... Are we still in the full moon cycle? Uh, it's more in the waning side. So we haven't seen him in the dark with, um, with the new moon. Like, when it's dark, dark. Dark, dark outside. No, not yet. Well, if you ever need it, just ask. And then, um, Jenny... Touches Jenny touches his club and casts light. Ayo. <laughs> there was, n- I mean, I don't know his other equipment. That's the only thing that I can see in front of me. It's like, did man, did you, you sh- did you shine his l- club? <laughs> Whoa, it's glowing. Yeah, it's light in the dark. If you ever need it, just ask. 
Hey, look at this. Now it's pointing up. Now it's pointing down. Now it's pointing up. <laughs> now it's pointing down. Helicopters haven't been invented yet, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so Jenny wants him to helicopter it. Got it. <laughs> Just the club. Well, what else would he okay. helicopter? <laughs> right. PG-13. Totally, Guys. totally, totally. <laughs> Says new flashlight. <laughs> you really had to emphasis, uh, put emphasis on that vowel, didn't you? I did. <laughs> you know what? As as we're um, around the fire and we're talking, um, out from underneath her um, bracer mm-hmm. comes a snake. Did you guys know I had a snake? A snake, kill it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think you put it out before, right? Or no? I don't think I've ever used the snake, honestly. Okay. And Diego's fur might be a little up around his neck. Chaubert's interested. He's... Yeah. How? So this... I mean, the snake that I have, her name is Chula, and she is a viper. Uh, I'm going to say... I, I, I know we're in the wrong part of the world, but it's a rattlesnake, because rattlesnakes are my favorite snake. Oh, nice. And uh, she's just going to say, if you haven't met Chula, she is she's a familiar to me, which I find weird because they say this is where I'm descended. I'm descended from snakes. I mean, you could probably tell that with the armor that I wear, but uh, it's not just a sigil. This is where I come from. Is is she real? I, I don't How does a familiar work? What is... Oh, she's real. Is, is she conjured or... Does no, she live? she's real. She's flesh, she's blood. She lives, she dies. She eats. In fact, y'all got any mice? Nice piece of fish? Plug might want to try to club one. But she's a reptile, so she only has to eat every couple of days. And uh, what about... What about him? And he kind of gestures over to the Triceratops. Pablo? How did you... How did you two? I don't know. How, do you meet a triceratops? How did, how did you two meet? You you do you do meet a triceratops. Well, the um, I didn't hatch him or anything, but uh, I did find him just after he was hatched. His I think his mom was killed. Um, it was after I left last wall. I was going through. Um, help me out. Where was I going through? Where the dinosaurs live? Savage land. Uh. Living in the land of the lost. Is it yeah. Cabal from there too? The land of the mammoth Isn't lords. That where or from? The mammoth lords. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had just left last wall, and I was going through. Um, I was traveling through the realm of the uh, the mammoth lords after I left. After I left last wall, his mom had just. I don't know if she was killed or or kidnapped or what, but he was just by himself. Just a little baby monster. He is, uh... <laughs> he seems like quite the good traveling companion. He seems very, uh... uh what's the word? Uh, affable? He is laughable sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't leave him, and I, I, I gave him some of my rations, and he just started following me. Um, I know you're, you're you know, 
people will go, oh, you're not supposed to keep it. Don't feed it. It's going to follow you everywhere. But I'm glad that I did. I mean, he's got he's he's got weapons on his face. <laughs> he he definitely has a lot of potential. It's a formidable opponent. When he grows up, man, he's mm, we're just gonna run through our enemies, like like the beginning of a high school football game. You know what I mean? <laughs> just pop through that banner. <laughs> Except for the banners are heads. <laughs> I mean. I know that he's going to get, like, humongously big, but to me, he's just always this dumb little baby that I found that follow me everywhere. Can you actually communicate with him, or? We can, like, we can, we get each other's vibe, you know? Okay, okay. But, but, so like. So that's a no. Can, can he tell me about his day? No. Can, can I tell him about mine? Yeah, but he doesn't understand. But he he knows, like, my feelings. He knows when I'm mad and sad and scared. And, like, when when we're riding, like, into battle, he is all business. I know a lot of the times you could just see him just eating grass or whatever. But when it's time to fight and I'm keeping him focused, he fights. Do you, uh, I'm sure you get some odd looks. Do you have to, do you have to watch out for people trying to kidnap him or steal him because I have only seen pictures of something like this and then once we saw a um, I don't want to oh, hopefully you can't understand us we saw a stuffed, a stuffed one that's always like in the back of my mind like what if what if he gets got but the more I'm around him the more like uh, that bond grows and I can feel just I can feel him um, also, when he gets to be the monster that I know he's gonna be, who's gonna wanna fuck with that? Who's gonna wanna mess with that? That's, that is a good point. About that time, the wind starts picking up, and you all notice the wind seems to be centered around Shobear. Like, like it's swirling around him, or it's coming from him? Because if it's coming from him, gross. <laughs> swirling, swirling around him. The bad wind. Is it cold? Yes. Do you guys do you guys feel that? I you know what I feel I feel unease coming from you. You know? This is this one is cold and you'd be correct with the unease. The wind picks up a bit and Chaubert just hears a Did you did you hear that voice? Me? No, I didn't say anything. Mm-mm. I didn't say anything. No, my I friend, hear I hear nothing. And he, he just looks at Plug. <laughs> Plug is playing with his flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I definitely that this is this is getting strange. I, I don't know what's happening. I look over and I see uh, Pablo, and he is he's asleep. He's snoring. He doesn't see anything. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to see you know past him into the dark out because on one side we got water so there's nothing so in jenny's mind there's no threat there but do i see anything out in the land part so you basically you've set up camp along the side of this road and on one side of you you've got the water which is lake in carthen and then on the other side you got this like marshy foresty area to the other side 
Wait, you said Lake in Carthen? Yes. So we see all the spooky dooky stuff. What next? So the wind has been blowing around Chaubert. He heard the whispers. He asked if anybody else had uh, had heard what he did. We all said no. Gaslighting poor Chaubert. <laughs> In this storm that seems to be centered around me. <laughs> the, uh... The Northern Lights. <laughs> this time we... We're eating our steamed hams. <laughs> Trevere's on edge a little bit, probably, and uh, the next few minutes pass by, and the voice comes through a little bit clearer this time, and this time he hears. I see. All right. Did, did you guys hear that? Did you hear? You hear what? It, it was a voice, and it says... No, all I heard was awkward silence. <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't hear that, my friend. No. It it just said, I see you. And honestly, I... Jenny draws. Jenny draws her, her staff. Where did you hear it? It was just, like, around. It, it just came from around Like, from me. behind? From in front? Where? It was like... It was like it was whispered in my ear. Are you okay? I, Do you need to go to bed? Well, that feeling of unease is growing. It, I feel like I'm not alone. I mean, I know I'm not alone, but I feel like I, like, like there's somebody else here that's not us. And as you are all talking, you start to see your breath as the temperature suddenly drops several degrees. Okay, you can. <laughs> you guys are definitely seeing this. I'm detecting magic. Well, yes, my friend, it is cold. The only magic you detect is on the items that y'all have. But it's... Diego, feel the rest of the evening has not been this chilly. This is, this is a normal evening. The wind picks up again, and this time Chauvert here, hears... Want to play? Did, okay, I'm not even bother asking if you guys heard that, but this time the voice asked if I wanted to play. It, it Pablo's head pops right up. <laughs> it it did not sound like it was it's talking about any any children's games. It it it, it does not sound it sounds malevolent. I don't I don't know what's happening, but do you, do you guys think I could have brought something over from the other side or I'm not detecting any magic. Can the bane sword that uh Plug has does it sing when there's haunts nearby or ghosts or Anything supernatural? No. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. We don't hear anything. I don't see anything magical. But look at your voice. Look at you. Look at your breath. It's it's clearly dropped several degrees here. This is not natural. It's nighttime and we're on the water. (laughs) And and now it's laughing. feel like it's mocking me come on you you believe me right this this is unnaturally cold i mean i feel the cold center around me no like i mean you did you did have some close encounters are you feeling okay i I mean i physically i feel fine but i you know i feel a little unsettled like again like i'm being watched or like there's there's something somebody else or something else here one of the embers from the fire goes flying like up into the sky, like fires do, or like onto something. 
like a heavy piece of like burning ember flies out toward the water. Okay, you guys definitely saw that. But that's, I mean, th- there's no way the wind could have picked that thing up. That's, it's a fire. It pops and it crackles. <laughs> I think you need to go to bed. Are you, sh- are you sure you don't need a nap? Uh, I might need to, to lay down. This is, this has been a, a, a trying few days. Do you need help going to sleep? Do you want me to cuddle? <laughs> I was going to cast hypnotism on him, but <laughs> if you want to cuddle, cuddle. Dibs on small spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, are you all bedding down for the evening? Yeah, it's getting late. He's hearing voices, and Pablo's passed out, and... The fire is jumping into the water. I think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Cat's tired. Let's go. So. He's got to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and just run around for no reason. Right. <laughs> you know. Cabal helps Chaubert to sleep, reassuring him that, you know, he's not crazy, even though he might think he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just slowly patting him on the head. Just Chaubert goes to set down his his weapons and his armor. He sets down his his weapon and both Cabal and Chaubert watch it just slide ten feet away. Chaubert just looks at Cabal like, right? Cabal gives him the head nod like, yeah, that... Okay, I said, that's I, crazy. I knew I was not... Oh, this is... This is not good. I, I, I don't know what to do about this. Is, are we already asleep? Is this a dream? I... I wish this this does seem like something that would happen in, in one of our dreams. It's not a dream. Go to bed. Come. <laughs> Mind your own business. We're doing ghost shit over here. <laughs> uh, if y'all had night lights, you would sleep with the light on for the night. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go give clue, clues clue. <laughs> right. Wait till yeah. he falls asleep. Go steal it. You wake him up. No, my club. <laughs> okay. He is I, big I, spoon in that club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I come sleep with you, but I I little spoon. <gasps> Cuddle puddle. Uh oh. Cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so you finally go to sleep rest for the rest of the night um get up the next morning collect all of your gear where has to go track down his weapon move 10 feet away uh, and you start the next morning and make your way toward Ilmarsh. you're getting close to town but you're still just outside maybe a couple of miles outside of Ilmarsh at this point, and you see a stormy sky hanging over the bay. It's reducing the light to make it look more like dusk, even though it's more midday. There's a single stone key that extends out into the lake's wind-tossed surf that makes like a landing for boats. Um, But you don't see any signs of settlement or anything around here. If you go stand out on this key and look out into the the lake. Does anybody want to do that? 
before I continue. Yes. Yeah. And I want, I want this theme from Dawson's Creek to play. <laughs> I don't want to wait for my lives to be over. <laughs> As you're standing out here on the key, uh, give me a perception check. Is the key big enough for multiple people or just the one? Uh, it's probably big enough for a couple people, but not more than like two side by side. All right. Shabar got a 29. Okay. Yeah, I'm not beating that with either of my characters. So as you're looking out, Shabar notices out in the distance, he can barely like make out the giant like rocks that are kind of sticking up out of the the water he also sees what looks like a large fishing boat fighting against the white caps as he looks for a little bit longer this is about 50 yards from the shore he can make out the name on the boat as the Eisenglass. he sees one lone figure scurrying among several large tarp covered objects that are on the deck He's trying to manage both the sail and the tiller to try to right the vessel and bring it safely to shore, but he seems to be failing at his task. A big wave comes over and crashes against the side and knocks him from the the wheel, and he looks like he's in trouble. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> what? That was making decisions. Oh, <laughs>